I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. so happy to have you back on the BU Find Happy podcast. And if you like this podcast, please, please, please click subscribe, send me a message, leave me a note. I'd love to hear from you. You're going to love today's guest. You guys have been hearing me rant about detox and all things holistic, herbal, and good stuff for the past, gosh, what is it, months now. And I promised you that we would find a good guest that could share uh, legit info on these sorts of concepts and we just scraped the surface today but you guys i have stacy chalemi she has been um a guest on the dr oz show ariana huffington raves about her she is like the holistic person and i cannot wait for you to hear all of her thoughts on this um and please send me your questions i know that this is going to scrape the surface you're going to have a lot of thoughts on what she said and it really is just the beginning um so without further ado, here's Stacey Chalemi talking all things holistic. Stacey, so glad to connect. Uh, <laughs> With thank a you. Of a yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to have you on the You Find Happy podcast today because um well, just kind of everything that you're doing is actually really aligning with um, with everything that I promote and everything that I personally believe in. So I'm really excited to talk to you and, and kind of pick your expertise a little bit. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you kind of got into this field? Well, what I do is um, I have a website called The Complete Herbal Guide, and I help people heal their bodies naturally through using um, different uh, natural uh, treatments, such as uh, vitamins, the way we eat, the way we um, address problems, uh, using meditation, yoga, um, different supplements, different herbals, vitamins. And I teach people how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into their normal day lifestyle and show people how they could change their whole outlook on life when it comes to just the way we uh, feel, the way we look, the way we act, our energy levels, and even um, medical conditions that we might be going through and and trying to overcome. Um, I show people how to uh, live life in a more healthier environment and how the things I use could actually help people improve their lives. I love that. I love all that. Um, so many questions. So you talk a lot about the power. I, I want to start here and then kind of go into diet and uh, disease process and all that. But you talk a lot about the power of positive thinking. And I'm yes. obviously a huge firm believer um, in the power of positive thinking. And even just the narrative uh, that we tell ourselves, the language that we use to describe bad things that are going on. How do you recommend people think positive or use the power of positive thinking when stuff is going really bad? Like, tragedies are happening, things like that, bad news, stuff like that. A lot of people, you know, when they go through tragedies and they go through really uh, hard obstacles in their lives, a lot of people tend to either break down or they or they tend to run the opposite way. The biggest thing is you you really need to face your fears and you need to um, move forward. Um, I like to, you know, one thing thing I suggest is keeping a journal. One way we can start to, you know, when we're going through really hard times, we have an overabundance of um, um, 
emotion and we don't know what to do with it. And a lot of people don't know how to handle emotion and don't know how to verbally express it and don't know how to, um, to deal with it. So one healthy way is using a journal where you can take a journal, you can write down your thoughts, your feelings, you know, what's going on inside and you kind of get it out. And, you know, it, it really does help out a lot. I also suggest taking, um, creating some goals for yourself, creating short-term and long-term goals. Just because we may not, you know, overcome these these things that are happening in our lives and things might happen, we, we can, you know, we don't, we can set goals, short-term goals, long-term goals. And if we don't get where we want to get, it's not, um, it's not failure. You know, some people think if we don't reach our, our obstacle, our goals in life, that it, it's, it's a uh, failure, but it's not when you try, there's no such thing as failure. As long as you try there, there is no such thing as, as, as failure. And those are, you know, those are two things that, you know, people could, you know, begin to do. And, you know, there are, are many others. I like that. I, I talk a lot. Of, um, a matter of fact, I even posted on Instagram a video similar to that idea that um, the only failure is in not trying at all. And if we look at even just Elon Musk, I mean, how many times he, quote unquote, failed in various mm-hmm. projects to get the projects that were, you know, the multi-million dollar ideas kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that, you know, looking at other stories like that can be so inspiring when we feel like giving up. Um, I think, I think it can be a very powerful tool. So tons of research shows how food impacts our body, um, and disease. And lately there's been, you know, a slew of shows, programs on Netflix, the game changers, um, forks over knives, uh, the whole health. What do you think about, can you talk a little bit about the impact of, our modern diet on the disease process, our mental well-being, and all of that. Well, you know, we live in an environment that's totally full of toxins. Every day that we're exposed to toxins, whether it's the air we breathe or whether it's the uh, the food we intake, a lot of the foods that they sell in the markets, they don't even sell in in Europe because they banned a lot of the things because a lot of the foods have ingredients in them that are very toxic to the body. Um, You know, different artificial ingredients, uh, different things they use, um, you know, in eggs and, and milk and chicken and other meats, uh, these things are very toxic to the body. They put arsenic in chicken for one. They put chlorine on cat carrots to make the carrots last longer. You know, these are things that go into our body and they don't, your body doesn't know what to do with it. So it stores it. And after time, it keeps storing it in the body. And before you know it, your body's full of toxins and your body doesn't know what to do with it. It doesn't know how to break it down. So it stays in your body and it, and it puts stress on your organs. And this is where disease comes in. And this is where um, people start feeling sluggish and tired and they don't feel well and they can't focus. And, you know, it's really important. People don't realize, but what we put in our bodies has a huge impact on our health and it even can make us feel unfocused and, 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 you know, hurt our mental clarity and, and, you know, and, you know, people don't realize that, you know, everything we eat plays a huge impact on the way we feel and even on the way we look, you know, and for one, you know, even artificial ingredients, a lot of the artificial ingredients that we have and that they sell in the market, we don't even need those things. They just use it to make the food look pretty. Like they make punch for instance, it's made full of sugar and they use red dye and red dye, you know, can cause cancer. So these are things, you know, you really have to take in consideration and you really have to think when you buy food, you know, is this food really good for my body and what is it going to do to me and, and to my family? 
I, I, I'm fresh off the heels of a 120 day detox where they kind of described, you know, everybody's got like a five gallon bucket and Mm -hmm. from the day you're born, you start filling it up with toxins. And when that five gallon bucket gets full is when you start to see a lot of the symptoms of fatigue and various different things like that. And that you have to empty the bucket. You've got to do a full detox to kind of you know, give your body some room to progress. And, um, for me in 120 days, all processed sugar has, has been removed. Um, caffeine's been removed. I mean, Mm -hmm. and granted a lot of things were added back in because at the final three weeks of the diet or the detox, rather, I was down to, uh, very, very, very basic survival food because that Mm -hmm. was part of it. So now since then things have been added in, but still, still vegetarian. Well, actually I can't say that I've been pescatarian, um, but I do catch, we do catch our own fish, uh, in, in the ocean. But for me, um, when we were, we just got back from Panama and while we were down there, what was such a shock to me was that, you know, there's absolutely, and I've been to 22 countries, but I feel like Panama was like a far extreme of this absolutely no processed foods. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, you were lucky to find a stale bag of Frito-Lays in the airport. That was it. There was no, yeah. Other than that, everything was, you know, made fresh, took forever, but it was made fresh. And yeah. So, um, lucky for me, I was able to continue my detox on, on my, on my trip. Um, but it's amazing. I think how better functioning, um, every element seems to be like, I don't have that. I was drinking a coffee, maybe two a day. I'm not having any caffeine at all. Now, occasionally I'll have a green tea, but at two o'clock, no tiredness, no sluggishness, no fake tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really unbelievable how they all interact together right. as well. Um, what do you think about the full component? What do you think about veganism versus vegetarianism versus pescatarian, keto, paleo, all these big kind of new, you know, not new, been around forever, but different concepts of diet. What do you say about those, the fads, the different things like that? Well, I think the more green you can put in your diet, the better. I think that, you know, our body was meant to, to eat green. It really wasn't meant to eat a lot of the other things that we eat. Um, you know, I'm not a full vegetarian, but I do incorporate a lot of green into my diet. I have some chicken. I have some fish. You know, I try to stay away from completely the red meat, um, you know, but I, you know, I do notice a difference, you know. Um, you know, I cut down on the sugar. I probably took about 90% of the sugar out of my diet, and then I, I you know, I focused, you know, know, on a lot of green food, trying to eat um, protein and trying to eat, um, you know, just a lot of uh, vegetables and stuff like that. And I do notice a huge difference in how I feel. And even my digestive tract, you know, is so much better. And I notice that when I do eat bad foods, I I can feel it. Like my body, you know, I can feel how hard my body is working just to break down those foods. And I don't feel good after I eat it anymore. And, uh, you know, even for weight loss. It's totally true how it, when you, when you've taken it out and then you put it back, it's like not even worth it. Like, Oh, it's a holiday. I'm going to eat this special treat. But then it's like, you pay for it for three days because your body's not accustomed to having that toxin in you or whatever. Yeah, definitely. 100%, you know, and, uh, you know, even our, our society, we suffer from so much obesity in this country and it's because, you know, a lot of times too, our body, you know, we eat these, these foods, our body doesn't know what to do with it. So it stores it, you know, they, people eat so much, you know, food that with high sugar content, processed foods, you know, our body doesn't know how to break it down. Our body stores a lot of this stuff. And so many people today are, you know, suffering from being overweight 
and they're suffering from obesity. And a lot of people try to, you know, try to say, oh, you know, be, being big is beautiful. But, you know, that's not the point. The point is that it's not healthy for you. And people are suffering from high bl- blood pressure and they're suffering from heart disease and they're suffering, you know, they're having a hard time, you know, just standing on their own two feet and, you know, high cholesterol and all these other things that come along. You know, these are the things that we have to really worry about in our country and we really have to take seriously. You know, um, we really need to look at our health and look at what we're eating and putting in our bodies. It bums me out that, um, you know, mindful eating, that was one of the big things in Panama was the time, the socialization, nobody's on their cell phones. You're certainly not running through a McDonald's to grab something. No. You know, it's, it's all homemade, even at the restaurants that are quicker yeah. like at the fish market or something, it's still being made there. And there's this whole process that unfolds where when something takes that amount of time, you're not just scarfing it down. You're you know, you're getting fuller faster because you're being mindful about your eating where I think so many people in America are just driving through drive throughs getting the Big Mac, scarfing it down on the way to the next thing. Yeah. They're not even having an, uh, you know, the relationship that we're almost even creating with our food isn't healthy either. I don't think oh, not 100%. even just the food that we're eating. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, and we're also we're, in this country, you're taught to eat these big, large quantities. You know, you go to a restaurant and they give you these, these huge, insane sizes that you could probably eat for four or five days where if you go to another country you know usually you know when you're when you're given a meal it's the size of your palm you know and you know Mm -hmm. maybe a couple little Mm -hmm. things on the side but you know you, you don't see the quantity like you do in America for sure Absolutely. Um, and I was even thinking about when you were talking about the processed sugars, you know, my son um, has made a choice, I think probably just from witnessing me go through six months of detox. <laughs> but uh, uh, he and my husband both made a choice to cut out um, extra processed sugar at all, like any processed sugar at all. Yeah. But, but he's still got some, you know, he's doing some peanut butters that have a little sugar in them or some yogurts that have some sugar, but slowly yeah. uh, because it is so addictive. It takes it some is. time. I think when people fail, they decide they want to eat healthy and they go, okay, I'm just going to cut all this crap out of my diet starting today. That lasts a day because those cravings are so intense. That addictive power of sugar um, is so overwhelming. How do you encourage people to start um, with removing some of these toxins from their diet? You know, I, it, it's a slow process. It's not like a one, two, three thing. And even like with sugar, you, you go through a withdrawal. You're going to notice some uncomfortable feelings and, you know, you're not going to feel good and, you know, and, and you know, you're going to notice the, the changes in your body. But afterwards, you're going to notice a total turnaround. Once that sugar is out of you and, all, you know, you're going to notice, you know, you're going to feel energy and you're going to, that craving for sugar is not going to be there. And a lot of those foods that you want to eat that, you know, that you used to want to eat are not going to be those, you know, cravings that you're having now, you're going to focus more on, on healthier foods and you're, you're not going to really miss a lot of those foods, you know, once they're out of your system. And it's, it's funny because he, he was offered a cookie and he took a bite of it and he goes, it's just too sweet. And then he chose farina with blueberries, uh, slivered almonds and syrup. Um, some maple syrup. That's what he chose instead. And I was like, wow, it's working. (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely is. You know, I noticed the same thing. Like I had, um, my husband, you know, as a treat, he thought he'd bring home some raisinets for me. And I had a couple and I'm like, oh, these are just too sweet. You know, I just like, I used to love raisinets back in the day, you know, and, uh, you do your, your change of, of, of diet and your, your cravings and the foods you like totally change once you start really kicking out all the junk out of your diet. 
I think too, um, when I first started my whole process, because again, mine was a little more intense with limitations. Um, but for me, what, what set me up for success was, um, having things ready to go that when I was starving, I yes. could quickly grab that were great, like some chopped up bell pepper and hummus or something like that, that yeah. was a good healthy choice. That mm-hmm. is what saved me from not, you know, microwaving a corn dog or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, my daughter, she had lost, you know, right before the uh, prom, she wanted to lose some weight and she dropped 30 pounds and she became, she was, became a size four and she, uh, and she did it by preparing her meals beforehand and just eating healthy foods and just, you know, making enough for the next day and being able to have those, those foods in the refrigerator. So if she wanted it, it was right there for her. I love that. Now, so I'm one of the 42 billion people that suffer um, from thyroid problem. Mm-hmm. I actually was diagnosed with Hashimoto's at age 20, mm-hmm. um, was not medicated until age 30, um, and I was medicated because I was pregnant. And so they wanted to be mindful of um, my TSH during pregnancy, has it, it would impact him in utero. And um, my biggest like life dream is that I could suddenly cure my thyroid problem and not have to take medication. Um, and I'm curious, what do you think about people doing that holistically? I know there's pig's hormone and things like that, but, but how about healing thyroid inside out to where you don't need to take medication? You know, um, iodine is supposed to be really good. You could take the drops. I don't, I don't particularly like the drops because they're really harsh. So, you know, they have the capsules and they also have a supplement called T150 and it's a bunch of, there's a bunch of different, um, healthy supplements in, in T150 that actually work really well for the thyroid. And when I started taking that, um, you know, I noticed a change in my thyroid. I had a very sluggish thyroid. I was always cold. My metabolism was slow. And, you know, I noticed a lot of things. And when I started taking the T150, I don't have the the supplements right in front of me to to list off which ones are in there. But uh, that and the iodine, um, you know, my my thyroid started to kick up and I, you know, I'm always warm now. I'm, you know, my my metabolism improved and my my thyroid is, is nothing like it was before, you know, but I have to keep taking those supplements because, you know, when you stop taking them, your body kind of reverts to its old, you know, DNA, you know, you, you find the, the, the gut cause, the root of the problem, but then you have to constantly maintain it as well. You know, living a healthy lifestyle is a, is a, a daily, you know, a di- it's not, I wouldn't say a chore, but it, it's a, it's a lifestyle you have to incorporate and it's something you have to do all the time. But those two things, um, are really, um, really helpful for thyroid. So since you touched on supplements, I want to, I want to share with you what I found and get your thoughts and opinion on this. So coming off of the detox, obviously being on the detox, especially at the end, I was, um, taking quite a few supplements to, you know, just kind of fill in the gaps after going off of the program. I kind of incorporated the same ones I had. I take a daily power green. Um, Mm -hmm. I love amazing grass. I take a prebiotic probiotic, a turmeric. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I take ritual vitamins, which is only nine. They've, th- this doctor developed this. It's nine essential ingredients with no, nine essential vitamins, no fillers and a clear capsule suspended by mint. And, um, they, they believe that these are the only nine vitamins that you don't get from your diet these days that you need B12, things right. like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? How do you feel about that? 
that kind of regimen that I've come up with and just the recent studies on um, to- toxicity and vitamin overdose kind of stuff and, and those concepts. I, I love it. I think that works really well. And, you know, and I, I take supplements every day. I take turmeric and I take a couple of the ones that you just mentioned. And I, you know, I take uh, my multivitamins and I take a pro pro prebiotic and, and a probiotic. And, you know, I, I, I use, you know, supplements every day and I actually detox on a weekly basis, you know, and I, I use different supplements each day, you know, you know, that kind of help as well with detox, you know, and keeping that fiber in your diet too also helps and, you know, and cleansing your body on a, on a, on a, you know, consistent basis also helps your body. And I noticed a humongous change when I started detoxing, I, 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 you know, I noticed a a huge change And, and one story for you real quick was, you know, when I was five, I developed epilepsy. And as I was growing older, I struggled tremendously with the disorder. And as I got older, um, I started working with an herbalist. And I started doing a lot of research for him. And I found a lot of information that kind of, you know, was, was good for me. And I started apl- applying a lot of uh, different supplements for, for my body. And um, my seizures with my medication, they went down from nine seizures a month to six to five to four to three to two to being controlled. And, um, wow. you know, and I was detoxing. And that was the main thing I was doing. I was detoxing. I was using milk thistle. You know, I take milk, milk thistle every day. And, you know, I, these things were really, you know, helping me and keeping those toxins out of my body were actually, you know, putting less stress on my organs, which was, you know, helping to not instigate those seizures. And, um, you know, so for me, detox is a big thing. And I, I, use, I like to detox kind of feel when I detox. And, the, and all the supplements you mentioned are great supplements for that. And even turmeric is great for inflammation. There's so many foods that we eat that you know have so much sodium and and so much you know so many people go through bloatedness and you know um, turmeric is great for inflammation as well. used to say day that I could get heartburn just from eating bread and water and didn't realize it was the bread yeah. to the heartburn and since, yeah. since kind of this regimen now I I don't I don't even have to take a roll aid which is huge for me because right. I was on some pretty intense like um you know heartburn meds or taking yeah. at least three times a day kind of thing and I'm I'm not a pill person myself so that didn't sit well right um one thing that made me really sad while being on this detox was the idea of going off of it because I felt so good and I didn't want to fall back into my old ways and right. one of the things that I realized and and my old ways this is what's funny my old ways were like incredibly healthy by nine out of 10 people. So like, I can't remember the last time I ate fast food, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. unless we're counting a Chipotle bowl. Right. Um, so it's, it, but it's what, what made me so sad was to realize that we've just created the society is such a big epidemic is such a big issue yeah. of, um, that ease of use and that, and we don't incorporate these things. So, you know, taking these supplements feels like a chore rather than a part of our day, like a part right. of our ritual. Mm-hmm. And, 
and that is not true in foreign countries either. They have different types of rituals, but, but rituals are a big part of life in other cultures and not so much, um, with our American culture. I don't see that as often made me sad. Yeah, you know, it is sad, you know, we have, you know, there's a lot of laziness in this country. Our country is a fast, fast, everything has to be done quick and fast, and nobody really takes time out. And and we are also a country that, you know, focuses so much on making money, and, you know, about the dollar bill. And, you know, these other countries, they're not as, um, you know, they, they're not as fortunate as we are, and they don't focus on these things because they don't have it. But they live life so much more better. And I said to my husband, you know, I was in Europe not too long ago, and I said, I'd sell everything I have. And sell lemons and tomatoes on the street corner just to live like this, you know, because it's just mm-hmm. such a better lifestyle. They, they, everything they eat is fresh. They're, you know, they stop in the middle of the day. They, they, you know, they take their breaks. They, siesta. You know, yeah, they siesta. <laughs> they live life so, you know, you know, they don't rush. They just live life, you know, accordingly. And it's just a, it's a nice lifestyle. And, and like I said earlier, half the stuff they make in America, they banned in, in Europe. You cannot sell those, a lot of the products. That they that we sell even in the food industry because they have ingredients in them that they forbid, you know. And our country needs to become like that and not think so much about how can we keep this this you know this food from going you know staying fresh longer, so you know, so it doesn't go bad and we you know we lose money. We have to think about the people and, and the people's health and you know what's best for us as a whole. And and I feel like um, you know starting these dialogues is really helping. I've seen a lot of change even in my local market with, um, the, the amount of organic produce and offerings and things like that. Cause I'm in a small rural community, but you know, one of the shifts that I've seen lately is, um, you know, for the longest time, everybody was afraid of carbohydrates. Yeah. And I think now people are realizing it's not the carbohydrate eating an apple is fine. Um, eating fruit is fine. It's, it's where the carbohydrates are coming from the processed yeah. sugars. And I mean, even me, you mentioned, the fiber in the diet, you know, it's critical for me to have like an oatmeal or something like that to keep everything moving. Um, but for a while there, I kind of jumped on that low carb bandwagon myself being really afraid. And it totally went against everything that I'd always done in the past because I was a big oatmeal person, whole grain person. Um, and it, and it didn't sit well with my gut. I, my gut felt very stale. Like it's hard to describe, but it just felt like it wasn't moving. Well, we're supposed to have carbs in our diet. Just like you said, you know, we're not supposed to cut out carbs completely. We're supposed to eat the right kind of carbs and eat the right, you know, quantity of it, you know, and you ask a lot of people, they don't even know what the right quantities are, you know? And I always tell people the great thing, you know, Weight Watchers came out with a plate and they actually show you how much of carb you're supposed to have, how much of vegetables you're supposed to have, what the main meal, how big it's supposed to be, just to give people an idea to teach themselves, you know, how much, you know, you're really supposed to intake of, of each, you know, each portion, you know, that you eat. And, and, you know, people have to really learn. Man, instead of putting Lightning McQueen on plates for kids, we should probably be doing that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Start them out young. Uh Um, So do you think our attitude kind of tying back into positive thinking, do you think our attitude affects disease and our process, our disease processes? 
Oh, 100%. 90% of stress causes illness. You know, people, most people that have like illness, it's related to stress. It's, you know, people really need to learn how to deal with stress the right way. You know, I, for, for years I would get myself upset over every little thing. And I learned, you know, you can't get yourself upset over every little thing because it was making me sick as a person. So, you know, you really have to focus on, on the, the important issues and, and not focus so much on the little issues. You know, everything, everything works itself out in time. You have to really focus on the positive. You know, uh, you have to realize that the past is gone. We can't change the, the past. You have to focus on the present and plan for the future. How am I going to make myself a better person? How can I improve my life? What can I do to make everything, you know, all better? And these are the things you really should be focusing on. And, and that's where the goals come in. And that's where, you know, focusing on, on, on you know, being positive. Because when you're positive, you know, your, your self-esteem goes up. You feel better as a person. And you feel like you can conquer everything and you really have to you know if we if we dwell on the negative then you're you're never you're just going to build yourself a hole and that's where people get depressed and stressed you have to really focus on the positive things in life because you know when you think about the good things in life there's everyone has good things in life you know we you know we're living you know that's a good thing you know you have grass you you can go outside you can have you know you can you can look around and you see those beautiful flowers and birds you know you know there are people that are much worse than you know you know, when I look at my own life, I could look at other people and, and say, you know, wow, this person has it so much worse. I should be appreciative for what I have, you know, and that's what people have to really take that type of mentality. I, I, I love that. And I often tell clients and such, um, you know, you, you have a worry clock and you can go ahead and worry and stress the F out for the next five minutes. Yeah. And that's fine. Stress till your heart is content. But then at five minutes, I want you to start looking at the situation a little differently and think about what you can do to take some positive action. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> sitting here worrying about it isn't going to change. And a lot of times, usually, you know, there is nothing you can do. It's a lot of times it's just time. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, I think when we look back on a lot of the stressful times in our lives and think about it, it's like, man, it, it all ended up how it would have. And me stressing didn't really affect it too much. The only thing that did affect it was the positive action I took. Right. And when you, when you focus on these things and you focus, you know, you're constantly focusing on, on the problem, you know, you can't, you end up being so, your mind gets so just unfocused and discombobulated that you can't really focus on the right things and you can't, you know, make the situation better. I love when people, um, you know, they, they, I feel like they think gratitude has to be like this big ginormous thing. And for me, like this morning, I was thankful I have an electric teapot and power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? I was like, I don't have time to sit here and wait for water to boil. This is pretty sweet. This is like, yeah, I just, but it's, it's gratitude can be so simple. I don't think it has to be some big thing. And I think that's where people get held up is thinking like, oh, I have to be grateful for all these great things in my life. No, you can just be grateful for having a pair of shoes. That's not yeah. soaking wet you know exactly you know i wrote an article about that you know just be you know just you know have gratitude for the little things in life cuz you know that's all you really need you know it's the little things in life that actually mean the most and until those things get taken away from you you don't realize how important those little things actually are yeah you just struck a nerve with me i have a friend who uh lost her home and um yesterday i saw a cute pair of socks that i got for her and you know she said i need socks Mm-hmm. And and it, it just when she said that I kind of froze for a second like wow 
I have so many socks in my bin right. and it's not even something I think about. I just put them on and go about my day. I, right. I never, I don't think I've ever stopped and said, I'm so grateful for socks today. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but to have someone say that, it, it gave me that moment of like inspiration to, to just be a little bit better of a human, be a little right. bit better of a person and, and maybe have a little bit more gratitude for those simple things like you're describing. Yeah, 100%. You know, sometimes we really lose perspective in our lives. And that's when you have to take a step back. And that's when I say maybe meditate, relax by yourself and really look at life and look at what you have. Because we sometimes we lose perspective of what's really important. And we kind of get caught up in this trendy world of ours. And we don't, you know, we lose perspective of, of the real, the small things in life, the things that matter the most and really what what's really important in our lives and, you know, mean the most to us. So we've touched on this a little bit, but while I was in Panama, um, we went to a small native village. Uh, it actually wasn't small at all. There was, uh, I think 900 people that lived there, oh, wow. uh, but, but they engaged in barter. Um, you know, I don't think money was a part of, of their society there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they each contributed in some sort of a way. How do you feel that a big pharma and big corporations are affecting our ability to impact positive change in what we are starting to realize they're starting to become aware needs to change in order to get a healthy society. I'm seeing actually I'm 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 I've been working with some companies that actually have taken a step back and actually are saying okay you know how can we help our consumer how can we make their lives better you know knowing you know looking at their audience and seeing the type of people that are buying their product and thinking how can I help this person you know how can I help these people you know what can our company as a whole do to make these people's lives better and you know if every company took that mentality and every company stopped and and you know try to, you know, you know, focus on one thing, you know, about the audience that buys their product and try to help them as a whole, you know, the world would be such a, such a better place, you know, because not all companies are like that. But, you know, if, if, our, if companies really stopped and, and did more for people, you know, um, it, it would be, you know, a, a big thing, but I'm starting to see, you know, I see a lot of companies starting to come out helping people with diseases and helping people with conditions and disorders and disabilities, you know, and, and trying to help you know, make life, you know, better for these people. But if, you know, sometimes I, I see we spend money on the silliest things, you know, companies spend money on the silliest things, people spend money on the, on the silliest things. And if we took all that money and we put it towards good usage, you know, the changes we can make in this world are unbelievable. Totally agree. Um, kind of thinking about change in the world, do you think that we have the answers to curing cancer? Do you think a holistic approach could cure cancer? Where do you stand on the cancer battle? They're they're working on it right now. Like they have they have things right now that they're trying to work on. And and there was um, there was something they were they were they were trying to work on with cancer right now that I think they have in the labs. And I I don't have I don't have all the information in front of me. But they're they're tr- they're trying very hard. You know, in the uh, in the pharmaceutical area especially. You know, they've been trying to work on it. And 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 even with with um, with you know doing us. Uh, you know, I had I had just I'm um, reading 
a book right now of a woman who actually, you know, she she did a holistic approach for cancer, and she had a you know a great um, you know a great experience, uh, you know, looking at life in a positive aspect and changing her her whole outlook on life, and you know she believes that she you know overcame cancer just by the way her mentality was, her positive impact, the way she she stopped and she didn't she didn't dwell on on the fact that she had cancer, but she thought about who she was as a person and how she could be a better person and what she could do, you know, and to, to, to use what she gained from this, this disease, how could she use the, the characteristics and the qualities it gave her to help others, you know, and, and she used all that powerful, positive thinking to actually make herself a better person. And now she overcame cancer and she's out there right now and she's, she's working on, you know, helping others with cancer. And it's, it's amazing, you know, so, you know, I think sometimes, you know, um, it's not just the supplements, but the power of positive thinking and plays a huge impact too, you know, and you have to be careful sometimes too, when you do supplements and you try, you know, I, I knew one woman, I knew one guy, his mother, um, she stopped taking her meds. She didn't do chemo and she, she focused on a specific fruits and vegetables and natural supplements from her backyard. And when she went back, she, they, the, the doctor couldn't find the cancer and they put her in the medical journals. So, you know, you have amazing stories like that, but you also, you have to, you know, not everybody has that amazing story and you have to be careful because sometimes supplements can interact with medications that you're taking always make sure that the medication and the supplements that you want to try aren't interacting and just don't go off a medication you know all at once because you you know you want to try a different route you know you have to really speak with your doctor first and get all the information and find out all the medical facts yeah, that's so true. I mean, it really is. There's no two people or stories or situations that are like everybody does need to kind of, but I, you know, on that topic, I really, I like to promote that you've got to advocate for yourself. I think, I think intuitively as humans, we know when something's not right. We know, um, you know, we, we have the ability if we listen and if we are, you know, especially in a detoxed state where, we can feel, we can feel what our body is doing. We can, we know something's not right if we just listen to it. Oh yeah. You know, intuition is the, is the biggest thing. And the problem is not everybody knows how to listen to themselves because our body is always talking to our, you know, to us. And I don't believe it's the mind that talks to us. I believe it's the heart that talks to us. And, you know, a lot of times the heart is sending messages, the body sending messages to the brain. And it's our duty to really stop and really understand our body and understand these messages and to listen. Because when you're, when you get a message from your body or from your heart, it's, it's a message trying to help you. You know, and if you ever notice like your intuition told you something and you might have went the opposite way and you ended up screwing yourself over because I didn't listen to myself, you know, and, and, you know, our intuition is always right. So always, you know, you have to stop and and just listen to yourself and listen to your body. And then, you know, like you said, you have to understand your body, understand the way you operate, you know, And, and meditation is a great way of doing that, too. So some of the biggest messes I've gotten myself into are because I didn't listen to my gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me or too. I'll let somebody else talk me out of what my yes. said. Mm-hmm. That's it's happened so to me true. too. We call it our gut, but what is it? You know, it's something inside of us. It's the yeah. nagging thing that oh, we yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, gosh, it's just so true. And I try to teach that to my son as well. You know, there's times where he says, "Well, if I just..." and I said, "When those when those little messages come up, you've got to listen to those." That, oh, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, such a great conversation today. I feel like, um, I feel like there's just, we just scraped the surface. (laughs) Um, how can people get in contact with you? How can they learn about what you've got going on? Well, I've written over 20 books. I've written books on positive thinking. I've written books on supplements and, um, and I've written uh, many books on natural healing. And you can find those books on my website on stacychilemi.com. And you could also go to my main primary website, which is thecompleteherbalguide.com. And we have, you know, thousands of articles on there. And we teach people from different conditions to stress, to anxiety, to eating healthy, to having different experts that come on and write articles and, you know, post the articles so people can, you know, hear from a doctor's perspective and to hear from, you know, person in the medical industry, how they feel, you know, and what they do to actually help themselves with natural healing. And we have um, lots of things that could actually help people where they could just type in a symptom and, you know, and then different natural remedies will come up that might be helpful to that person. So if they go to the the completeherbalguide.com, you know, they'll have tons of information there. My books are there. And, you know, there's, if you always want to leave me a message, feel free and I'll always answer your message. Oh, wow. That's great. And now I've found a new, uh, powerful tool that is going to keep me up at night. (laughs) (laughs) I have this pain in my elbow. (laughs) Awesome. I love that. I love that that um, is there. That's fantastic. Uh, Well, it was such such a great time chatting with you today. And I know the listeners are just going to love this because I've been, you know, spouting the detox for a while and saying, we're going to get a guest on that can actually talk to this. So uh, (laughs) what better guest than someone who's detoxing weekly? Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.